I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Relatable, and I'm your host, Star. Hello, hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Relatable. It is an absolute pleasure to be back inside your ear holes, I must say. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of the amazing support, love, and feedback on the first app. I am honestly just so overwhelmed. You guys have been so supportive, and it is very clear that everyone is super excited to go on this journey together. So I hope that you learned something from the first app. I received so many beautiful messages from you guys. Like, honestly, I I just, I literally can't deal. I love you all so much. We already had so much good banter going on in the Facebook group as well. Everyone was commenting their hotmail email addresses, which was just fucking hilarious. So if you haven't already, please click the link in the show notes and join our Facebook group. What else has happened this week? Um, I actually got new podcasting gear, which is so exciting. So the first two episodes are actually really povo um, and now everything's going to be super premium. So the mic I was recording on previously, I literally bought that three years ago because I wanted to do a podcast. And then at the time I was like, oh no, like I just, I don't have the time. I don't know what to do. It's not, nothing's going to come of it. So I just literally shoved that mic in the back of my fucking underwear drawer And look where we are all these years later. So super exciting. That's like a bit of a, like a real full circle moment there for me. Um, but I mean, she's still trusty. I'll whip her out in some interviews sometimes if I need to use her, but no, now I have proper gear and I have a soundboard now, which in the last episode, you guys know, I said, I wanted to put applause at the end of my content and guess what? I can do it now. (laughs) I am going to be so annoying with this and I I just know it but this is just so perfect for my sense of humor all of the stupid little sounds that you can put on I'm just reading them one of them is called rim shot what the fuck is a rim shot (laughs) that sounds a bit fucking cooked I'm gonna press rim shot and see what happens oh okay now I would call that a boom tish not a rim shot but uh it's not a rim job it's a rim shot guys that's what it's called (laughs) Who let me? All right, no. Um, so what else has happened this week? All right, so oh my goodness, on the day that the podcast launched, it was the most crazy day of my life. I went out to lunch with ACAST, who they're my beautiful podcasting agency. It was really cool to meet the team there. And then that same night I went to the TikTok for You Fest, which was the wildest night ever. Like TikTok literally put on a fucking festival at Luna Park and it was so much fun. They did creator of the year awards and Millie won creator of the year. Um, boys at the back. 
I'm sure that will tell you that you know who she is just from saying that. But no, it was the craziest night. I had so much fun and I wore the most amazing dress. Um, I mean, in my opinion, I thought it was fucking fantastic. But the dress that I wore, it caused a bit of controversy on the interweb. Uh, and that was because people were very curious as to whether I was wearing undies or not. Um, so that seemed to be the talk of the town. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on my Insta and on my TikTok as well. But essentially it was a dress with a really high split on the leg and then it was backless as well. So everyone was like, oh my God, how can you wear something like that? Like, aren't you worried about fucking showing everyone your bits? And uh, guys, come on. I want you to use your imagination a little bit. I was wearing undies. What I did was just pulled them up really high on my hips. And uh, to be honest, if I did flash anyone, you're welcome. But what I thought would be funny, usually I'd save the comments for the end of the episode, but this is the special occasion. So I'm going to do some now and then I'll do some at the end. I'm going to read out some of the things that people said about the dress. Let's go. Okay. Can I ask in a non-peeve way, how do and what do women wear with these types of dresses? Aren't you worried of things slipping out? You look amazing as always though. Great dress. (laughs) I feel like I've already addressed that because now you guys know that I was wearing undies. Um, This one's pretty good because it's just like nice and short and sharp. Filth. Wow. Thank you so much for your support. (laughs) Filth. Like what an impactful word. Filth. Disgusting. Well, obviously that person gives me a one out of 10 rating on Yelp or Google reviews, but I'll give myself an 11 out of 10. So let's move on to one more. That is too much. Doll, I think it's not enough, but thank you. Thank you for sharing your opinion with the class. <laughs> How can you wear underwear in a dress like that? Aren't you scared of flashing everyone? Oh my God, guys, come on. It's just a bum. Not that anyone saw my bum, but if you did, like I said, you are welcome. But I reckon let's get into some actual content today. So we're approaching the end of the year. I guess the kind of theme for the next couple of episodes is either going to be like how to fucking survive Christmas, how to wrap up the year and how to, I guess, optimize your mindset coming into the new year. So what I want to talk about today is taking the leap. Whenever I talk about on my Instagram or any of my social media channels about the fact that I quit my nine to five job six months ago and all of these crazy things have happened since then, um, I always get a really awesome response from people. People are always really interested to hear more. So what I thought I'd do today is just kind of give you, I guess, a bit of an overview about what my journey has been this year and share some of the insights and some of the lessons that I have learned along that path. Um, And then also I have a very special guest coming on later today who is my 12-year-old brother. His name is Sani. And it actually fits really well to the theme of today of taking the leap and growing and changing because he has just finished year six. Um, So I got him on to have a little chat about what it's like for a kid to be going through, I guess, this like stepping stone, a milestone, I guess, in your life and moving on to a new chapter. So I thought that was really fitting. And he is honestly just the most awesome little dude. And you guys will love like he's 12, but I swear that kid has lived a fucking life. He is so wise. And you guys will just like, your heart will melt when you hear the things that he says. He made me cry and you will hear that in the little interview. So I can't wait for that. But uh, let's get into, I guess, what my journey has been this year in terms of taking leaps and um, where it's got me today. I fucking love these sound effects so much. All right, so I'm going to take you back to 
let's go let's go to like the beginning of this year so the beginning of 2021 we'll set the scene so I was working uh, in a full-time job working in social media marketing and at the time when I got this job this was literally my dream job I was like this is perfect for me it's in an industry that I love it was in fitness and I was like I'm so passionate about this this is going to be amazing and I'm a big believer in the fact that like you take what you need from every experience right so when that experience does not serve you anymore that's when it's time to look I guess at the bigger picture and think okay like this isn't fulfilling me anymore I'm not feeling challenged like what can I do to change that and that was exactly the point that I came to kind of at the beginning of the year I was just like not really loving, uh, I guess, the work that I was doing as much as I had previously. And like, you spend a lot of your fucking time at work. Like, I'm not saying that you have to do something that you're so passionate about and that you feel like you're changing the world, but like, it at least has to bring you joy in some capacity, whether that's through the direct work that you're doing or the fact that you doing that work gives you time and space and energy outside of actually fucking sitting there at your desk or whatever you're doing. So I was kind of going through that and I'd started to have conversations with the people around me who, um, I guess, whose input I value, like my siblings, my boyfriend, my friends. I was just kind of like, this is my situation. This is how I feel. And I was just feeling a little bit, I guess, stuck at that point. Um, so it took, I didn't make a decision overnight. It literally took me about like three or four months to finally like acknowledge what I was feeling because it's not easy, right? Like it's cause you always want to go for what's safe. Like it's scary to step into the unknown and I fuck change is horrible. Change is so scary because we like to have control. And when you go into a new experience, you lose that control. And that is extremely anxiety inducing for a lot of people. And I totally acknowledge that. But um, anyways, back to my story. So yeah, I was kind of feeling like that. And it took me a couple of months to finally face my shit and be like, okay, no, I'm actually really unhappy here. And I feel like in a job, it's always going to be the people that keep you there. It's your friends that you make. Like you can literally make, I've like my best friend who I live with, I met her at an old job. So it's always going to be the people that keep you there. And I feel like that was what kind of like made me stick around for a little bit longer. And also I hadn't been at this place for a full year yet. So there was also that pressure. And that's been a really interesting kind of concept for me to think about now in hindsight as well. Like, it's just so crazy that there's all of this pressure to be like, oh, I need to stay at this place for X amount of time so that it looks good on my resume so that I can go on to the next place. But like, if you're fucking miserable in that place, then why are you staying there? Why are you doing that? Like, I just think like what you get out of that is like what a fucking little thing on a piece of paper, but what you have to go through in order to endure that, like, no, get fucked. Anyways. So I finally made the decision that I was going to do it. And I was so, so nervous about quitting my job. I had a plan by the way. So working in social media marketing, I wanted to start freelancing full time. Um, and that was because it gave me more, I guess, freedom, obviously in my day to day and also like a lot more creative control over what I was doing as well. So, um, I did not sleep the night before. I was so nervous about speaking to HR about it. And then it's so crazy that we put so much weight on these moments and we like, there's so much anticipation, so much build up. And then it actually gets to the moment and you're like, oh fuck, it wasn't actually that bad. Like I spoke to the girl in HR who's so beautiful, so lovely and so supportive. And I know not everybody has that experience. So I'm very grateful that I did. 
And it was just like done. Like that was it. I was like, oh, cool. Gave my four weeks notice. And then there we go. And the most important thing that I have learned since in the past six months, which is when I finished and when I'm like now I'm here doing what I do now, is that you have to back yourself. No matter what decision you make, you have to fucking back yourself. Because if you don't believe that you're capable of doing that or you're not capable of achieving what you want to achieve, you're not going to. So I know I'm a big believer in fake it till you make it, all of that shit. But at your core, you genuinely have to believe. I think fake it till you make it is useful in a sense that like, just make the decision and figure shit out as you go. And that is definitely what I did. I I quit my job. I had four weeks notice. And then I was suddenly like, I remember the first day I was freelancing. I was like, holy fuck, what do I do? Like, I I don't have to get up and go anywhere. Like I have to create the structure of my day. And it's been an ongoing journey. Confidence isn't something that you just gain magically overnight. Like I don't wake up every day and go, oh, I'm the fucking best person in the world. I'm going to go write some Instagram captions and create some content. Like it doesn't work like that. It's a journey and it's an ongoing process. And I hope that by me sharing this with you guys, like you can feel a little bit more empowered, empowered, (laughs) you can feel a little bit more empowered, like you can, that will plant a seed in your mind, like whatever situation you're thinking about right now, whatever's coming to mind, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship or whatever the fuck you're thinking about right now, just know that like you always have the power to create change in your life, no matter where you are, no matter what pressure society is putting on you, you always have that power. And shit will work out, even if it doesn't feel like it at the time. Like, say if you leave a job and you're like fucking in between, you don't know what you're going to do and move on to the next the next thing. Like, things will work out as they're meant to. And like I said, you just have to believe. Oh my God, it sounds so lame, but it's okay. I'm going to say you have to back yourself instead. You have to fucking back yourself in every decision. Walk into that room with your head held fucking high. And the shit that happens when you actually create space for it is honestly insane. Like you can't expect all of these things to line up perfectly and happen for you. If you don't have the energy, you don't have the capacity, you don't have the time because you're fucking miserable because you've been in a job for eight to nine hours a day that you don't even like, like you are completely drained. You're a shell of a human. But once you create the space for those things, that is when the magic starts to happen. I cannot fucking stress that enough. And it's not just specific to career. It's really anything, anything that you want to happen. What's that quote? It's like where focus go, where focus goes, energy flows. And that is so true. If you don't create the space for this shit, it's not going to happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. No, but seriously, guys. So make that decision and fucking back yourself. I know I've already said that change is scary, but you never want to go through life being complacent and just fucking settling and just sitting there and be like, oh, you know, whatever, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just do this, but I don't really like it, but you know, whatever I've, I've got to have jobs. So, you know, fuck it. I'll just sit here and be fucking miserable. No, your life is so short. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to give energy and space to things that make you feel like shit? What is the point in having it save you? You're in a job and you want to stay there because it pays really well. What is the point in having a high paying job if at the end of the week you're like stinging for the weekend and you're like, I'm so fucking depressed. I'm so miserable. I do not have any energy to give to the world. You then don't have 
the capacity to enjoy all of this amazing money that you're getting. Like it's just, it's so crazy that we're, I guess, molded to believe that like that should be the end goal for us. And I know that everyone has different values and everything like that, but I walked past this cafe at the beach near where I live and it said, it it was like when I was thinking about quitting and everything like that. And I saw this quote on the wall and like, tell me this isn't a fucking sign from the universe. And it said, I posted this on my Instagram before. I fucking love it. And it said, work is just the way to earn money. The real joy in life is living. Put that on a fucking t-shirt, man. Work is just a way to earn money. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry to the person who said this quote. Let's go again. We got to go again. We got to go again. Work is just a way to earn money. The real joy in life is living. Like fucking let that soak in. When I saw that, I was like, universe. The universe is telling me exactly what I need to do right now. Like I'm such a big believer in those little signs that you see. And like, obviously if something is at the forefront of your mind, you're going to be more aware. It's like, I don't know about you guys, but I always used to see my fucking ex's initials on the car in front of me's number plate. But, you know, I just think that's a really beautiful quote and it really kind of encapsulates, encapsulates what I'm talking about now. Like I said before, you don't have to have a job where you feel like you're changing the world. An equally, um, I guess, job that's going to make you feel satisfied and happy is something where you just go, get up, go to work and come home. Like you, that's it. You leave your brain, your work brain at work, and then you go home and you get to enjoy your life. Like if you can find something where you can do that, then fucking that's amazing. Good on you. Good on you. You don't have to have this job where you're like, oh my God, all of my dreams and my passions and skills, it's perfectly aligned because that's not the reality for a lot of people. Some people will just have a job where they get up, go to work, sit at a desk, do their job, go home, and they get to live their fulfilling life outside of that. Like you can't tie a hundred percent of your identity to your career because there are so many other factors like that make you who you are. Like I like to think of myself as a pie and as a juice little pie, right? My career is literally just one part of me. And there are so many other pieces that make me the person that I am. And if whether it be your career, your relationship, whatever it is, if you put, if you tie a hundred percent of your identity to that, when that thing doesn't go well for you, which inevitably it will happen. Life isn't linear. It goes up and down. It's a fucking roller coaster. It's cooked. When things don't go the way you want them to, you are going to feel the weight of that so much more because you have literally like intertwined yourself with this thing. And I know a lot of people do that with the with their careers. Look, like I said, everybody has different values and I acknowledge the fact that everyone has different journeys. But in my case, I created the space for change and for growth. I made the decision and I fucking backed myself 100% of the way. Like I said, I had a fucking microphone in the back of my underwear drawer that I wanted to make a podcast years ago and I didn't believe in myself at that time. And look where we are now. Like you're sitting here, you're walking, whatever the fuck you're doing, you're listening to this now. So shit always works out the way that it's meant to. You just have to believe in yourself. And I've already said this in the other episode, but like you already have everything you need to make that happen. Like it's not, oh, I'll wait for this to happen and then I'll be able to make the decision. Like, no, you need to take the time, the moment now and make it perfectly. You can't wait for the perfect moment. Like people always like, oh my God, like Monday, I'm going to like fucking be healthy or whatever. Like in the new year, I'm going to be a completely different person. Like, no, you need to make shit happen now if you want it to, because there's nothing worse than sitting there and complaining about life and not making change. And we're all guilty of it from time to time. It's okay to have a whinge if you need to have a fucking little vent, get it off your chest. That's totally fine. I do that as well. Like, sorry, Matt, you probably 
(laughs) always have to listen to me complain, but like get it off your chest and then think, okay, what can I actually do to control this situation? And if there are variables that are within your control and you are feeling like you're ready and you're at the point where you need to make that decision, then go and fucking do it. Anyways, so I made my decision. Here we are six months later, living the dream, fucking recording my podcast, making content online, having so much fun doing it, like running my business as well. And oh my God, this sounds like I'm selling a fucking pyramid scheme or something. I promise I'm not, guys. I'm just trying to share my story. I just realized I sounds like such a fuckhead. Oh my God, where's rim shot? Oh, okay. Maybe this one awkward when you listen to a podcast and it sounds like they're trying to sell you a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow, that was a really big rant. And I, <laughs> Matt said to me, my boyfriend Matt, after he listened to the first episode, he's like, you get so passionate. And I'm like, I'm recording this obviously by myself in my room in my little makeshift studio in front of a mirror. And I'm like looking at myself getting so expressive with my hands. But I genuinely, I do feel so fucking passionate about this. And whenever, you know, friends or whatever come to me for advice, and this is always the kind of shit that I say. So you guys are getting the premium treatment. Like we are friends that, that, and that is what I've always wanted this podcast to be is you just to feel like you're sitting here in the car with me, parked car, having a DM, or we're just sitting there in your room, having a bloody chat. That's how I want you to feel from this. Like that's why it's probably really chaotic when you're listening to me speak, because literally I haven't stopped recording at all. This is literally just me fucking going for it, sharing my experiences in the hope that you will take something from that and apply it into your own life. And even if you're not ready to receive that information at this point in your journey, like that's fine. You might like think about this three months later, you might come back to this episode and be like, okay, wait, I'm going to go listen to that. And then it's going to, you're going to have the energy and the mental capacity to take on this information at that moment in your journey. And it's going to help you. It's like you take what you need, like I said, from every experience, from every piece of information that you receive. And it might not be the right time for you now, but hey, maybe it'll plant a seed in your mind and it will make you reflect and look at your life and really assess like, what can I take control of right now? How can I be more happy and more fulfilled? filled and have more energy and space to do the things that make my soul happy, to do the things that make me forget about the fucking time. Obviously, everybody needs to earn money. We all need to fucking live. We've got to pay rent, got to pay bills, got to buy podcasting equipment or whatever you need to spend your money on. And I want to emphasize the fact that like, you don't have to do a career where it's your dream, where it's a perfect alignment of your skills, your passions and all of that stuff. A job is a job. And if you can go to work, do your shit and then come home, do your shit, (laughs) do your shit. Can I actually not? Oh my God. Okay. Do (laughs) 
Okay, sorry, toilet humor. I'm 27, but I just find it so funny. You can find a job where you just get up, go to work, do your work, and then come home and you get to enjoy your life and you get to switch off on the weekends and those boundaries are firm and in place. You're not getting fucking messages and emails on the weekend or checking your inbox at 9 p.m. on a Friday. Like, no. If you can find a situation where you're able to, I guess, create that dynamic with your work, then that's fucking amazing. You might have a job that's completely different to mine, but I am so happy in knowing that you're happy and satisfied wherever the fuck you are. So guys, I hope this has planted a little seed in your mind and that's enough ranting from me. I think let's get my little brother Sani on the potty because he has some incredible wisdom to share and there's something that is just so special about hearing a kid's perspective as well. And I also asked him what it was like to experience a pandemic as a, as a kid too. So I know you guys are going to love it. He's awesome. And I I can't wait to play this back to him when he's older because he's just so beautiful and so sweet. So I hope you enjoyed my rant and let's let's hear from Sani Banani, the big boy Sani. Today, you are tuning in to Relatable. I'm your host, Sani. I am joined by a very special guest today, my brother, Sani. Sani, Sani, S-A-N-I, the big boy himself is here. And Sani, why is today a special day for you? Today is a special day because it's one of my last days at primary school. Wow, so you've been at school for six years and now you're finally moving on to the next stage. How does it feel? I'm not very happy about that. Does it feel like this? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Or like this. (laughs) Like this. So moving on to high school, new friends, new chapter. Mm. What are you most excited about? Um the canteen. The canteen. (laughs) So do you think they'll have a better (laughs) Okay, you can do it. Do you think they'll have a better canteen at high school? Definitely. Oh. <laughs> um, by the way, Sani is a pro. <laughs> I've got a new soundboard and Sani knows how to use it better than I do apparently. <laughs> so, Sani, do you know what my podcast is about? It's about... Telling people in their like early 20s and stuff, um, advice and other things. Exactly. That is, you've nailed it there. You could be the CEO of Relatable. So you were telling me earlier that you do coding. Uh Uh-huh. What's your age? I am 12. 12 years old and you know how to code a game. That is amazing. So is that something that you maybe want to pursue when you grow up? Certainly. Certainly. So what kind of games do you code? Sometimes it's shooting games. Other times I do platformer games and other random stuff sometimes. Awesome. And does it excite you that you can make a career out of something that you love? Certainly. I would love to do that because if it's something I'm happy with, then sure, yeah. Do you think it's important to do a job that you love? Of course. Yeah. If you like something, then I'd say you should probably try to pursue it. And if you can make money from it, then fuck yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, actually, no swearing. <laughs> no swearing allowed. This is PG. PG-13. Um, I'm allowed to say fuck, you're not because you're 12. <laughs> so, Sani, how do you think that you've changed since you started primary school? Well, when I started, um, I knew a lot less things. I was definitely a lot more shorter too. <laughs> and my voice was a lot more like this. <laughs> and I think even just the looks and my mindset and everything has changed. I've learned a lot more stuff. I've gotten taller, rocking new stuff, think about new stuff, have a new mindset, know a lot more stuff. That's awesome, dude. I'm so proud of you. And how do you think you're going to continue to learn and grow and change as you move into this new chapter? Oh, I hope I'll do well. <laughs> I hope I do good in high school. I think, for one, my voice will probably be like this. <laughs> my voice will be a lot more deeper. Are you going to turn into fucking Chewbacca or something? <laughs> um, also, be a lot taller. I'm nearly as tall as our mum now. Wow. Damn. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. When I go to high school, I want to do a lot of things. Um, science, art, food tech. I love food. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, maths, English, spelling writing and do you feel scared at all to start high school uh yeah somewhat it's a it's a very big school it's like three times bigger yeah it's crazy okay and what would you say to say someone who was in year four who was scared about finishing school in a couple of years what would you say to them well I'd say probably by the time you're in year six you'll be a lot more um the word courageous I'm not sure yeah it's it's fine really it's it's a big step in life really to go to high school another six years <laughs> yeah that's awesome well Sani I'm so freaking proud of you and you're gonna be amazing at whatever you do and I can't wait to go to your year six dinner tonight we're gonna hit up the D floor yeah we're gonna bust some moves can I do <laughs> yeah go <laughs> Can I do some TikTok dances at the at the dinner? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Well, Sani Banani, that's what I used to call you when you were a baby. I'm so bloody proud of you and I can't wait to see you grow and just become even more of an amazing human because you've always been the most beautiful soul and I love you so much and I'm so proud of you. Now, you've given some great advice on the podcast. This is only is this your is this your first podcast interview ever? Yep. Damn, you wouldn't even know. He's a bloody pro. Okay, so because this podcast is talking to grown-ups or people who are trying to become grown-ups, do you have any advice that you would give them? Um, people trying to become grown-ups, I'd say, one, make sure you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> into the mic, into the mic. Make sure you have a job. Um, make sure you don't spend... Too much money on things you don't need. What were we saying the other day when we were saying, can money buy happiness? Remember when we were talking about that? When we spoke about can money buy happiness, kind of. In a way, if something makes you happy, then kind of. 
well, I don't think you need money to buy happiness. It's really just what you do, really. Yeah, so what are some things that can make people happy, do you think, that doesn't cost money? Um, friends and family. Particularly your older sister, Starry, right? Yep. Yeah, girl. Everyone's That's my girl. older sister, Star. <laughs> and I want to ask, Sunny, what was the pandemic like for a kid? Well, at first when I heard about some new virus called COVID, I was a bit like, oh, no. I don't want to get this. I don't want to get the virus. Uh, but as things went in and I got more used to it, uh, we started doing like learning from home and homeschooling and stuff, all the lockdown. You eventually get kind of used to it. Because at the start it's all scary because some crazy virus has broken up. But once you get used to it, it's really just normal life. Yeah, yeah. And are you happy to be getting back to normal life now? Certainly. I'm a lot happier because now I can see all my friends and stuff without having to like go on Zoom or something. Yeah, it's pretty weird how we've learned how to pretty much live on Zoom, haven't we? Mm. Did you like doing online learning? Yeah, that was pretty fun. I, I, I did it a lot faster than normal school. <laughs> oh, okay. Little express, <laughs> a little express day of school, hey? I've got another question for you. At what age do you think you become an adult? 18. Why 18? Because that's the actual legal age. <laughs> he's a he's a practical thinker, Alsani. Okay, do you think by the time you're eighteen, do you think you'll feel like an adult? Definitely, because that's when I finish high school and stuff. Mm, that's true. And then after you finish high school, what do you think it's going to feel like? I'll, I'll feel really free. Like yes, I've finally done it all. And then what do you do after high school? Um, I want to try pursue university. I want to pursue science, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, engineering. These are like my main couple. And yeah, that's what I want to really do. And after that, I want to try get a job in those areas. Awesome. As well. <laughs> He's going to be rich, guys. Well, Sani <laughs> Banani. Again, I have no doubt that you will absolutely achieve anything you put your mind to. Do you know you already have everything it takes to do that, right? Yay. Because you just go believe it. Okay, do you have any words of wisdom for me or you want to roast me or anything? Any jokes? Uh, I don't think I want to. So how does it feel to have a sister who's TikTok famous? Uh, I'm proud of you, definitely. Oh. Definitely proud. Can you say that again? I am definitely proud of you. Oh, what, why are you proud of me? Well, you're doing really well on TikTok and everything. Doing great. Oh, thank you, Sunny. I'm going to cry. That's so nice. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> That's really lovely. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, is there anything else that you want to say before we go? Macca's is delicious. Macca's is delicious, guys. Well, that concludes our segment. <laughs> Thank you for that, Sunny. Shout out to the Roadcaster Pro soundboard for making this happen. Um, this is not sponsored. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Isn't he just the most beautiful little soul? He's so sweet. Like how can someone be so wise at 12 years old? I hope Sani shared some beautiful wisdom for you and I hope you learned something from him and that you learned something from my rant earlier. I think the two really went hand in hand really nicely together. It was me with my fucking aggressive thing like, yes, do what's best for you. Quit your job. And then Sani's like, the canteen's going to be really good in high school. So I just think, I thought it was a really beautiful balance to have as well. And I think hearing from kids is always, so so special hope you guys enjoyed that now it wouldn't be the end of an episode with, without me doing my absolute favorite segment which is where we go into my dms and comments and read the most fucked up ones for the week you guys can laugh at my expense we're going to use it for entertainment purposes so uh let's jump right in and funny that we've been talking about careers and jobs today because this one it's kind of in line with that hey beautiful heart I'm looking for a sugar baby to take care of her needs, rent, and pay her weekly allowance of $5,000, no nudes included. Oh my goodness, that sounds like a fucking fantastic offer. I mean, I currently have a job. I'm not currently looking for a sugar baby position, but if there is anyone listening who's after an opportunity like that, please let me know and I'll send a old mate your way. $5,000 allowance with no nudes. That sounds like a pretty uh, fucking good job to me. <laughs> okay, next one. This one actually isn't about me. This is about Matt Rains, which I've never received a comment about Matt before. And Matt, if you're listening, my darling, you know that you are amazing and these people's opinions don't matter, but let's laugh at it for, for just for, just for lols for the pod. Okay, so it was a photo of Matt and I from the weekend. We are just like smiling. He was kissing me on the cheek, like a, actually a really nice photo. He looks like a bad person from SVU. (laughs) What? What the actual fuck? What was this person doing in their day? They're like, oh, here's a nice fucking photo of a couple. I'm going to comment that the guy looks like a bad person from SVU. If you don't know what SVU is, SVU is Law and Order Special Victims Unit. So what, like, what... (laughs) What does that even mean? Okay, so uh, Matt is now going to be known as the guy from SVU. Oh my God, people are so fucking cooked. All right, here's another one. You look nothing like Margot. Stop trying. Oh my God, people get so triggered every time. If I ever do a video that I like reference Margot Robbie, people are like, oh my God, you're so ugly. How dare you think you look like her? Margot Robbie from Walmart. I'm like, guys, shut the fuck up. Just enjoy the video. And if you don't enjoy it, then block me. Literally block me. I don't care. Um, but yeah, so this guy obviously got extremely triggered and felt the need to comment that. You look at nothing like her. You're so ugly. Oh my God, get over it. Move on. Okay, last one. This one, it's nothing for me to read out, but I'm going to have to post this one in the Facebook group. Um, so someone sent me a photo of flowers. Like, I actually think that's kind of sweet. Like, that, I find that very creative. They say chivalry is dead and here I am receiving flowers in my DMs. Wow. I am so lucky. I'm going to have to post this in the Facebook groups. These are like the really beautiful purple flowers. I feel so lucky to be on the receiving end of all this love. So thank you so much. Guys, if you did enjoy today's episode, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all of that shit. Tag me in your Instagram stories and please come to the Facebook group. And you can either, A, let me know what are some of the most fucked up DMs that you've received from creeps on Instagram or TikTok, or let me know what uh, seed did today's episode plant in your mind? What thoughts has it provoked for you? I would love to know. What are you hoping to achieve or move on from 
this year or next year? Is there anything that you're needing a bit more advice or help with? Because there are some bloody fantastic people in that Facebook group and I have no doubt that we can all learn something from each other. So once again, guys, thank you so much for all the love and support. And I cannot wait for all the content that we have coming up. I've got some fucking fantastic guests coming up over the next couple of weeks and I just can't wait. So as always, guys, thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.